What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, our host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show, licensed realtor with Remax Results, Miss Mimi Shoneman. Hello over there. Good morning. I'm so glad to see you. Also, so excited to see just very well and stylishly dressed today. Well, you know, our credit spring. contessa. I know. I'm like, but oh, Shelly Ferris came in hot and gorgeous today. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> It's got the right colors and everything and the well done with the scarf. So, Shelly, our good friend from uh, Nations Lending, can you get your NMLS number out of the yes, way, please? Yes, Nations Lending, 32416, and mine is 367826. So, Mimi, what's been going on out in the market here in the Twin Cities? Because I have some friends that are like, maybe I should start looking. I'm like, well, you should have been looking before. You know, kind of thing. I've been, I was like, what do you mean? Like, I've been telling you for six to nine months. Just go ahead and start looking. You're but, so anyway. funny. Yeah, it's I true. Can, so you can say that kind of stuff, but I can never. No, I I can. I was like, I told you, you should, I've been telling you. What just go start looking. Right. Okay. Just start looking. What are you waiting well, on? Well, you know, so. Yeah. I don't even know what to say right? with that. <laughs> All right. Let's, gotcha. let's start with Miss Shelley answering this question. Um, what was your very best 30 year fix last week? Oh, boy. That's kind of bad news. Can we do the Ooh. week before? No. Last <laughs> no. Week. I read this in the All news. Right. I know what you yeah. said. We yeah. crested seven again last yeah. week. Um, I do believe we're we've topped out now. So that's uh, seven and a quarter conventional. Okay, um, about six and a half though FHA. You okay. can still get. Oddly enough, there's a really big spread right mm -hmm. now in the Gubby loans. So oh, very weird. I know it yeah. is. You know, but. Hmm. That's that is just what the way it is. the market is. Yeah, okay. Exactly, exactly. All right. Perfect. Well, before we get into the the stats for the the week, um, I, I'm really excited about this show. We thought we'd do something fun that we've never ever done. Right. And we are going to be pulling your credit report live here on the show. So you can um, call in. We'll get your information, and then so we're not going to put their per, their personal personal information out on the air if they don't want us to. But you can call in right now. And what do we need? All right. So Shelly, tell them the instructions. Right. So the the instructions are simple. You can do this on your phone. You can do this at any laptop or any PC. You need to jump on my website at radioshelly.com and that'll bring you to my website. Click apply now and fill out the information super fast. It doesn't matter what the income and assets and all that is. We're just looking at the credit piece and then submit at the end. It'll pop up in my queue. This way, folks, you can answer all the questions, make sure the authorizations mm -hmm. are signed so we're doing everything legal and and then nobody else has your personal, personal information. information. Mm -hmm. We can't have that out there. So that's why we're going to do it this way. But honest to Pete, it takes you three minutes. Yes. And then once they fill that out, then then what? Then uh, that by doing that, it will pull a soft credit pull. So it'll just soft pull your credit. And we'll talk about the differences on that here coming up. And, and then it doesn't affect your score. It doesn't affect anything. It allows me to view what you have. We'll assess it. We'll give you advice. We'll tell you and we'll answer your questions about it. And I it. love the advice piece. You know, as I'm talking to people in my circle, I'm going, there's a lot of things that you've already in your head said, this is the way it works. And it's not intuitive. We've had that conversation often here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show that some of the things that you think should make your credit better are not intuitive and it actually ends up making it worse. Or it's something that you go through a painful hoop that really doesn't benefit you. Well, you know, I have had in my years of experience... 
uh, some instances that when someone is ready to buy a house that they hadn't really done the appropriate homework and then they get into the system with their loan officer and find out, lo and behold, that they have an alias that has done something to them. Right. Yes. yes. Exactly. Oh, there's so, so many common instances. names. Right. Um, easy to get mixed up, but literally took six months to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you it know, that's happen. a problem. If you, you need to put the horse before the cart. And we have more of those criminally minded people that are able to do these things and will spend a great deal of effort doing it. And, you know, we get stuck with these phishing scams, these things and, right. and all of these things where people end up with their information and you may not even notice right away what it is, but then there's some shadow account. That I, I wish that we were making it up because it sounds so sci-fi movie and all these things. But for real, like this is happening to people often where you're like, wow, I can't believe that somebody managed to figure out my personal information and open up some account that I didn't know about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a really great opportunity. And if you don't want your, your credit report live, that's OK, too. You can call in with any real estate or mortgage questions. And then Shelly and I are going to talk a little bit about credit because that's her her lane. Right. Is, and that, that number, if you want to call in, though, is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. All right. So I'm going to give you some quick stats and then we are going to go right to one of the people that we have on our list mm-hmm. uh, that would like to get some information about their opportunity. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so new listings uh, for January. This is the 13 County re- region. And this is according to the Minneapolis Area Association of Realtors. Uh, so for January 23, we are at 3,244 new listings this time last year, 3,600, so we're down 10%. Okay. Um, our closed sales are at 2,050. Uh, last year, we were at 3,014, and uh, that's down 32%. Our median sales price is 342.9, and our average sales price is 411,546. Our price per square foot average across the 13 county area, $197. The percent of original list price that our sellers are getting is 96%, and that's down 3.6% from last year at the same month. Okay. And our days on market, which is really interesting to me, uh, is at 60. And you, we've kind of been able to see that um, on the MLS. Uh, that's actually up 46%. So that's ticked up quite a bit. It did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 41 was uh, January of 22. And so this this year, 20 uh, is 60 days. Mm-hmm. So two months um, inventory of homes for sale, five thousand four hundred eighty one up 15 percent. And our month supply of inventory is one point three when normal is between five and six months. That's uh, still better, though. We were under a month for it seemed like a pretty good a long spell. time. Yeah. But we we. You know, this is how the definition of whether it's a seller's market or a buyer's market. People are very confused right now because Mm -hmm. the days on market are ticking up. Sellers are getting a little bit less money than they did last year. But the inventory is still so critically low that it's technically a seller's market. Now, with that said, we are still seeing buyers being able to get some concessions. Mm -hmm. We're seeing them to be able to get an inspection. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Imagine that. I know, something that should just be a given, but we're like, okay, maybe you need to let that go. We are also seeing uh, seller paid closing costs. We're seeing sellers opt to do that to help them to buy down their rate. Um, So that's very helpful. 
Um, so we're seeing a little bit maybe more negotiating power on our buyers. So that's mm-hmm. very exciting. Right. And I'm, I'm actually seeing a few more government loans getting accepted as a part of the purchase. So, you know, used to be if you were an FHA buyer, hang it up. Ain't going to happen. You know what I mean? But today that's not the case. I mean, they're really looking at the numbers. So yes. right. glad to see it. And and frankly, you know, most people's homes are going to qualify for FHA. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's the chipping, peeling paint. Um, that's the big issue most of the time. There are some other things that they flag often. But, you know, in the winter, if your house is peeling, there's not a whole lot of stuff you're going to be able to do about that till mm-hmm. till it gets to be spring, spring. And, the, and the weather will work. Yeah. Uh, so that's our that's our report in a nutshell. All right, Shelly, who are we picking first? Well, let's talk to Joanne. Uh, uh, I hope, yeah, let's just, just do I'll just, just use first, first names. names. Yes, yeah, is that okay? All right. Okay, mm-hmm. good, good. That's, yes. <laughs> all of a sudden I was like, oh! Right. No, first names are good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Joanne yes. is a nurse. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And her income is what? Looks like about $104,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And she actually gets overtime too. Okay. Uh, so she gets twelve thousand dollars a year in overtime. Is that one of those things that we average out over time, or, or how do we include that overtime? Is it is it the same way that we would put in like tips and 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 I'm not going to get ahead because maybe we get to somebody that has that example. So let's just start with. I'll keep the question simple. Right. Does overtime? Do you need to? Average that quarterly? Is it over a couple of years you do that? Great, How does that get included? Question. Yep. Mm-hmm. So o- overtime needs to be looked at in a, either you're getting overtime and it's mandatory. Okay. And if it's mandatory, I can use it right away. Okay. And if it's, if it's new or if it's just regular old overtime, like most people get kind of spotty, maybe yes. you get more in the summer, you get less in the winter, depending on the industry you're in. That's why underwriting wants to see a two year average okay. on it. We okay. got to look backwards on that one a little so bit. The salary is right away, but We're then we have to, that. but for the overtime, we have to have a record of it. Exactly right. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Joanne, her credit score is what? Shelly? We've got a 680 credit score. She's got decent income because mm-hmm. we're looking at uh, 806, uh, pardon me, $8,600 per month. That's what 104000 per year uh, equates out to. And then we'll have to have to find out from Joanne if she's got this average of overtime, if that's something that I'll be able to use or not, because it's another $12,000 for the year. So that's an extra $1,000 a month then that I can use for her um, qualifying income. Right. Okay, and it looks like she's got some student loan debt. Mm-hmm. So student loan debt is a funny thing. People think to themselves, or they tell me all the time, Shelly, I don't pay that. I don't pay that. I haven't paid it for years. Ever since COVID, I don't have student loan payments. I don't have any payments. No right. payments. Nope, you do. They're right. on old, people. They're yeah. on old. Mm-hmm. So uh, we still have to use them, but we only have to use a half a percent of the balance okay. as a monthly payment against you because we know they're coming up. We know yes. they're going to be coming back, so we don't want to set you up for failure. Like a, you have no debt, and so I'm going to max you out on how much you can qualify for, and then right. all of a sudden that nasty student loan comes back, and now you can't afford your house payment anymore. Right. Okay, so when we come back, Shelly is going to run some numbers during our break, and she's going to give us the details for Joanne. You can also be part of the show. Call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show.
Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. My friend Mimi Shoneman, our host from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Rematch Results. Also with us from Nations Lending, our credit contessa Shelly Ferris is here. You can get your question into the room. Our number is 651-641-1071. And you can still go to Shelly's website mm-hmm. if you would like to have that free credit consultation right now. Just go ahead and get live. it run right now live mm-hmm. on the show. And that website again? Uh, Radio Shelly. Perfect. There we go. That's a great domain, isn't it? I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for you That's for grabbing that. Yes. <laughs> RadioShelly.com. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So we left the last segment with uh, Joanne, yes. uh, who is a nurse mm-hmm. with an income of 104000 and 12000 in overtime. She's got a 680 credit score. Um, she does have some savings and a 401k and student loans of $40,000. Mm-hmm. Um, her issue, she says, is she likes the finer things mm-hmm. in life. She likes to travel. She likes some nice clothes. She might like some designer brand purses. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, exactly, absolutely. Which I'm not no mad judging. At you. you just need yeah. to slow it down. That's all we're saying. <laughs> Pace exactly. yourself. Correct. Right, you know, right, it's, right. it's just sometimes you just are readjusting your priorities because exactly. you want to get into a home, and then you can get back to that and fill your home once you get it. With the things that you like. Right. There you go. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. buy a permanent place for you to display them Absolutely. all. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Not mad at you. Well, good. So mm-hmm. so generally what we do is we take a look and we go, okay, you've got a 680 credit score. That's a good enough credit score to do an FHA or a conventional loan. You can, And in this market, I think Mimi would agree, if you can go conventional, you want to go conventional. Would that be accurate? 100%. Yeah. Because sellers want conventional offers to come in so that's why we try to bend you into a conventional loan if at all possible and the other big thing you know for fha we're not hating on fha no you know when i first got my license in real estate i would say that 90 percent of the people that i worked with used fha and it's a great product all of those additional ones that you talk about shelly the fhas the usdas the vas are all great we're just saying it's tighter now so and the, yeah. the other thing to keep in mind is the mortgage insurance that is permanent with FHA. It's true. And so, you know, to get that to get rid of that, you have to refinance. Right. So. Right. And so, you know, we all know rates are higher now. And mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen is everybody's going to refinance in the in the fall or yeah, in the fall, winter when rates drop. Um, we expect to see them in the fives this summer, reading a lot about that even sooner than that. Potentially, well, they'll dip into that range. Right. We're not going to be at the, I really think we've topped out, folks. I really do. That's mm-hmm. in my gut. That's the things I'm reading. That's the blogs I follow. So, um, so, so, um, even if you're going to get in that FHA loan now, if even if you're going to, you're going to get out of it when you refinance. That's what's going to be your goal anyway. Okay. Yeah. But it's the sellers that generally don't necessarily consider those offers as right. readily. Well, it's a, it's a hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cash is king and then comes your conventional and then comes your other products. So, um, you know, it is it is what it is. Right. All right. So how's Joanne looking? All right. So Joanne, so how, how we go about taking the mystery out of uh, uh, qualifying? She definitely qualifies with the 680 credit score. Her debt is very low. Okay. She only has about $40 a month in debt, intangible debt that we have to use against her. Mm-hmm. Plus that student loan. So uh, let's see here. 
Oh, I was thinking the student loan was the 40000 My apologies, pardon me. All right, and so then, so now we take 45% of her gross monthly income, and since I don't know if I can use that uh, extra overtime. overtime income, I'm only going to use her salary. So okay. 45% of her salary is about $3,870 a month. We take off the student loan debt. She can qualify for a mortgage amount of roughly $3,800. Now, okay. I don't know if Janet's going to be comfortable paying $3,800 a month in a house payment. Um, that's a lot of shoes. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, a, so that's, that's at least assume. one trip you're not going there you on. Go. Right. But at least yes. we know that's exactly. the high right? and go, all right, but do you want to, and I think that's also one of the great things when we work with a quality consultant like you, Shelly's going, you could do this. Right. Here's what you qualify for, but... Here's what it would feel like if you lived it. So, you know, reminding somebody that instead of just trying to get that sale so much that you're like, here, get the biggest and the this and the that. It's like, yeah, but let's help them make a quality decision, you know, when they work with the two of you. And so let's just say that Joanne said, that's great. I'm glad to know that. Um, How much a house would thirty eight hundred dollars a month would I be able to buy? Right. So $3,800 a month, we plunk that into the uh, calculator to determine that based off of today's interest rates, based off of the uh, down payment that she's looking to do, which looks to be about seven, uh, 10%. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be in the neighborhood, depending on the taxes, of about a $400,000 purchase. Right. And um, if and that depends on if it's a townhome or, or not, too, because mm-hmm. there's association fees in there that we have to consider as well. Okay. Well, see, that's really great. And mm-hmm. how fast was that? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Live here right. on the air. Before right. you start, you know, out there and start window shopping houses, you know, kind of thing, you know where you actually can land. Right. You'd be able to do like, uh, okay, well, I could look at this, but maybe I'd be happier with. Right. If I go looking at, if you say that she could get up to 400000 maybe she looks around three fifty. Maybe she looks at three twenty five just to give herself some room to go get some more purses. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. Nurse has got to travel. Exactly. All right. Indeed. I always tell people, too, reach out to me if you find a house. I'll work up that payment. We'll see, see where it it's would at. Because mm-hmm. each house is different. Each taxes are different. Okay. So we did have somebody go on your website. We did. Um, and that website, radioshelly.com. Yes. Uh, and filled out a quick application so yes. that they can find out what they qualify for. Right. Exactly right. So uh, let's see here. I think. Oh, yeah. There it is. Okay. So um, we have an Angie that mm-hmm. uh, went on the application and filled out. So let me pull up her application and we can talk about her live. There so. we go. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Oh, she did not pull her credit, but I can do that for her on, on my side here. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll have to do that at the break here. It right. doesn't look like, uh, there's not quite enough filled out here, unfortunately, ah, so for we'll me to, to mm-hmm. you know, maybe she should call in and she mm-hmm. could, we could answer Fill some the of, rest these of the questions. questions. Yeah, exactly. that number again is 651-641-1071. And don't worry, if you want to call in to 651-641-1071, we'll get your information, get it into the app so we can do it. And we're not going to put all of your personal information out there that, um, so people can go ahead and start pretending that you're you. So we wouldn't do that. Oh, no. All right, mm-hmm. perfect. Um, so when we come back from the break, um, it'd be a good time for anybody that's listening that's got some credit challenges. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, for instance, that you've had your mortgage and forbearance mm-hmm. over the pandemic or you uh, have had your uh, student loans on hold and you've got questions about when you need to start paying those, this would be a great time to call with those questions. Right, I'm sure lots of people have those questions. Absolutely, and before we go to break, let's also talk about those guides that they can get if they text into you. Yes, believe it or not, we're warm enough to get the spring guides. 
the second woohoo of the yeah. yeah so I, was excited I think about that. I think you break out the, the sandals now. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I'm not that brave yet. It's oh. kind of slushy. When I moved slushy. here, March, I saw people in, in right. sandals. I'll never forget it. Right. Um, but you can call uh, and you can text to get the guides, mm-hmm. the buyer and the seller guides, the six five one. Five seven eight two two one eight, and those are renewed quarterly. So fresh information, right? So make sure you do that. Also, want to remind you, you can get this episode and previous episodes by going to our website. You just go to mytalk one zero seven one dot com. Use that keyword red hot. You can always get the links. Send them out to anybody that you want. And sometimes you know that you're just like I was listening, but I didn't get all the information. I need to listen back. Or if you want to email us as well, that's a great place to do it. I always make sure that we forward all that information directly on to our experts. So again, that's my. Talk1071.com, keyword red hot. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Also available as a podcast. You can get this episode and previous episodes if you go to our website, MyTalk1071.com. Use that keyword red hot. So we are encouraging people to go to Shelly Ferris's website, RadioShelly.com. She can get a free soft credit pull today that mm-hmm. we will then talk you through. So we have a couple of things. We do have some people that have called in off the air and we've gotten their information. We also have a caller on the line right now that's helping us out. What would you ladies like to do first? Shelly? Oh, let's talk to the caller on the line. All right, Angie, thank you very much for going through and getting that additional information into your application. Welcome to the Red Hot Real Estate Show, Angie. Are you ready for Shelly to talk you through this amazing process? I am so ready. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. So, all right. So, Shelly, you go ahead and start, and then we will uh, we will guide Angie through the process. Okay. Well, thank you so much for uh, being our uh, participating in our little experiment here, I Angie. I like that you didn't call her a guinea pig. That yeah, was very kind of you. <laughs> I know. I, I quickly derailed. Right. Did you see that? Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, Angie, grief. what do you do for a living? I work online. Huh? I'm, um, I'm a marketing manager for a startup. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So um, when we do a soft credit pull, just to kind of define things for you, that's how that's what you allowed uh, when you uh, filled out the application online. And the soft credit pull means that we're just going to pull one credit bureau of the three that we could pull from. And we're going to pull it in such a manner that it doesn't alert all the other uh, people that buy that data. And you should you should not get barraged with phone calls. That's what okay. happens today folks unfortunately it's not the lender that you're replying with that uh, sells that information but the bureaus do it's perfectly legal it's stinky but that's the truth so um, so Angie I've pulled up your uh, your credit and the soft credit poll pulls one and in your case it pulled Experian and that uh, you're getting a 769 for a credit score excellent excellent job Mm -hmm. um, on your credit yeah I know does that are you surprised do you monitor your credit anywhere I, I've seen, I mean, I've only seen my credit score from my bank, and I think it's always lower, um, like 40 points lower or so. Okay. But then what, then what I have here, is that what you're referencing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. Right. But that's very good. And, you know, um, Pardon me, but you you sound young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so um, um, I can tell here by what you've uh, inputted that you're in your early 20s. And so to have a good credit score like that in your early 20s is excellent. So good for you. You're doing the right things. You're opening the right amounts of credit, the right mix of credit. I can tell by your credit report that you've got a student loan, actually a couple of them, and um, a credit card. Oh, it looks like three student loans. So what that means uh, then, Angie, is that you've got three 
three installment type debts and one revolving type debt. And you're managing them well. So the installment debt, student loans, they just keep accruing. You know, they accrue interest. You're not making payments on them yet. Nobody is. And the look, but the what you have the control over is the revolving debt, and you're managing it well. It looks like your limit is uh, somewhere close to five thousand, and you're only using about eight hundred of that. So you're you've got a good uh, shallow use of that credit. You're not maxing it out. Um, at least at this time that we're pulling it, that's what would damage your credit. So perfect. You're doing the perfect thing by doing that. You do not need to open up any additional credit. You have enough. Okay. So when you, sometimes when you look at those apps, they tell you, you need to open additional credit in order to improve your score. You do not. Your score is good. Awesome. Well, that's all good news. Okay. And so, uh, Angie, are you wanting to find out what you would qualify for if you purchased a home? Yeah, I guess, well, I'm definitely not purchasing a home quite yet, but I wanted to see what it would be like if I were to right now and kind of prepare myself for home buying in the next five, six, seven years, whatever it ends up being for me. Okay, so um, Shelly, are you and able? And I was also curious if there was anything else I could do because I believe the max credit score is like, 800 or 850 or I'm not sure you guys are the experts but um I'm wondering like what it takes to get up to that range that's a great question mm-hmm. I get that question a lot and I bet you there are hundreds of people out there wondering exactly the same right. thing I'm so glad you asked that so how can you get your credit score up honestly I mean I'm kind of smiling here a little bit because you just have to age <laughs> <laughs> some of those things and and Shelly let's let's go back to I'm glad that I'm glad that that Angie asked that question but from a, a realistic what do you need point mm-hmm. um, other than good kudos of being able to say I've maxed it out and I have an, uh, uh, the best possible credit rating you can get is there a major difference once you're already to the point that Angie is in the difference in the rates that you'll get and the, and the, the opportunities that you have, or is there a certain p- threshold where you're like, once you get here, yeah, you can get it to be better, but you don't need it or you don't absolutely benefit if it gets any better. Right. Yes. Okay. Great question too. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I know, uh, some of my relatives have asked similar questions like, how come I can't even get a better? My credit score is 810. Well, right. I should be able to get even the bester rate than mm-hmm. that or the whatever. Best-er. I yes, love that. Exactly. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, you know, um, there's only so much you can give. So honestly, once you top out at like a 760, 780 credit score, there's really nothing else to gain. Okay. Like, it, it's almost like, hey, that's good enough. You know yeah. what I mean? So mm-hmm. you don't strive for perfection and then make that be your reason to hold off the rest of your life because you're not at the perfection yet. You're at the good enough. So right. it's time to move forward. And that doesn't mean that you don't still try to maintain all those quality habits. And, and it's great if things continue to go up. But it's also just kind of a matter of but you're still going to maximize getting the best rate on your credit card, getting the best rate on on your mortgage, those kind of things, because it's a range, right? So right. being above exactly. this through that. All right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so getting to what Angela qualifies for. So we've got, uh, um, she uh, has a salary here of $42,000 a year. When I divide that by 12, that is how I get your monthly income. That's $3,500 a month. I can use 45% of that gross monthly income towards your house payment and your debts. So that gets me to fifteen seventy five. I'm taking off your debts of eighty two dollars a month and that leaves you with a house payment that you could qualify for of fourteen hundred and ninety three dollars per month. So 
Um, is that kind of where you thought it was going to come out, or does that sound like a bigger number than you thought? Or tell me about that. I honestly, going into this, I had no idea okay. what to expect. Good, good. That's the way to do it. <laughs> and so, Shelly, what type of, uh, what price point would that qualify her to be in? So, where interest rates are today, that's going to qualify you for a house house of about 170000 and a townhouse of somewhere around about 120000 depending on the association fees. Okay. So, quite quite low on our broad scre- uh, spectrum of market. Mm-hmm. So, it's not impossible, but it will be um, challenging, right. I think, to find a home in that price range would that be right meaning it is 100 yeah. percent accurate um actually i was just looking at a nar report and What's a NAR? nar is national association of realtors and uh for homes that are priced uh, up to 150,000, uh 0.5 percent is all that's available nationwide okay uh, so it is the price point of the most uh desirability you know or it's the the has the least amount of inventory for pe- right. people to get to. So, so when we're talking about what we're working on overall as a strategy for someone like Angie, it may be, well, keep your credit in the range that it is, maintain that good credit and make those good choices, but then you'll you know go, you might have to figure out a way to increase your income so that you have more buying power. Is that usually what we would suggest in this case? Right, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So uh, I, I just was helping a gal with this yesterday, and uh, we look at, okay, this is how much income you make, this is what your debts are, that's the math we just did and we understand that we're on the low end here well when interest rates go down a little bit that's going to help move your purchase price number up so you'll qualify for a little more but really really you probably want to look at either something where you are going to increase your income considerably or find someone to buy with you you know so maybe you need a co-signer maybe you need Maybe there's a friend or a boyfriend or a sister or somebody who wants to buy a house at the same time as you and maybe qualifies on the lower end. But if you put it together, you're in great shape. So that's kind of my advice. And could she qualify to get gifts from a relative? What are the rules? Right. Yeah. So as long as it's a relative. So a gift, the definition of a gift. So let's say somebody's going to give you some money, Angie, to buy your house to help you buy more house than what you qualify for. It needs to be a relative because a gift definition is something that doesn't have to be repaid. So, you know, your best friend probably wants to be repaid. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So uh, that's why we identify it as a a relative that needs to uh, be able to... sign the gift letter for okay, you. Okay, so mm-hmm. when you talk about relatives, obviously parents would count, but grandparents count. Uh, who else would count? You know, it's pretty broad. Um, yeah. So uh, some lenders are not as broad. Some lenders say it has to be your immediate nuclear family. And uh, and at Nations Lending, we understand that godparents sometimes gift money to people. Cousins sometimes are close to one another. So, But as long as there's some kind of a familial uh, definition uh, that's good enough for gifting. Okay, well, that's all great information, uh, Angie. We want to thank you for Absolutely. for being our first one to come in and fill out the application on RadioShelly.com, and mm-hmm. we hope that this helped you uh, to answer the questions. and And please stay in touch with us um, as things go, and we'd love to be able to help you buy when the time is right.
For sure. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. So nice to have somebody. Again, we don't want to jump to conclusions, but the, the already starting that conversation when you're younger and going, mm-hmm. you can get here. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's one of the things we cover most often is going wherever you are in the journey, like being able to start that conversation instead of going, well, I'm not going to be ready until five years. Well, starting the conversation now is how you'll be ready. Right. At that time period. And isn't it great to know that she's got such an excellent credit score mm-hmm. already. Right. Uh, so one of the things that popped into my mind after we hung up with Angie is maybe Angie would be a good candidate for a duplex um, where oh. she can take on uh, the rental know, income. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we all we're fans of duplex. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So who are we going to talk with next? Well, okay. why don't we do this? So why don't we go ahead and introduce and we'll go to break and then we'll wrap it up when we come back for our final segment. OK, sounds good. perfect. Good. So the next the next person who has filled out app. Uh, application here is Larry mm-hmm. and Larry is an Uber driver and Ooh. so that might mm-hmm. be similar to some of you folks out there listening so we'll see what we can come up with for Larry right we'll also have time to get your question into the room the number is 651-641-1071 be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 I'm a Shannon here with Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results also our friend from Nations Lending Miss Shelley Ferris reminding you can still be part of the show it's 651-641-1071 again that's 651-641-1071 okay Shelley so you've been working on Larry Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry the is Uber, the, the full-time Uber driver, a full-time Uber driver, which we hear a lot more than we used to. And mm-hmm. also puts us back in that. What does it look like? Do we count that as a full-time independent contractor, like a situation kind of like mine, that right. gig worker? Okay, right. exactly. Gotcha. And mm-hmm. so the tax returns come into play yes. with, uh, with Uber drivers. And I, oftentimes Uber drivers don't really kind of understand that because, well, they deposited this money. This mm-hmm. is my money. This is how much money I make. And absolutely you do. And then in America, you can do these wonderful things called tax deductions. And then it takes away that mm-hmm. income. And so it's it's difficult with an Uber driver until I actually get tax returns and can review those, Larry. So and I'm just not... as anyone who is one of those people who I live and die by my deductions. And it was. It hurt yes. my heart when I had to take a bunch of them out because they were all things that made sense. I had to take them out that one year when I was closing on exactly, that house because exactly. I needed my business to look a certain way on paper right. on my taxes. So I get it. It hurts your heart, but it works out in the long run. It does. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Yeah. Homeownership is an important part of it. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. All right. So how much is Larry making and how are you going to structure yeah. this? So I don't I don't think I'm going to be able to give Larry a real solid answer because I don't have those tax returns. Okay. You know what I mean? I, th- I don't want to tell you this number and then you get all excited and then there's... There's not a lot there. So let's just for the sake of this particular argument, if you have a dollar amount, let's just run a general conversation. Mm -hmm. Let's say that the dollar amount that you have in front of you that he put in was something that he made consistently for two years, Mm because that's what you would need, right? Is to know the two years or three, how many years? Yep, two years. Okay, so let's just just run this ballpark and then know that Larry does need to follow up with you. Right, exactly right. Yep, yep. And so, you know, he'd qualify for a house payment of about $1,500 a month Mm -hmm. if that's the income he makes after his tax deductions and such. Fair so enough. that's the only question I don't know is if that's the gross income or if that's the post. Okay, got um, it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so uh, is Larry single or married? 
Um, so uh, Larry is single, and he's got a little bit, uh, a kind of a medium credit score, so mm-hmm. a 650 credit score. That really says to me um, an FHA buyer. That says okay. a government buyer. So we're going to need to uh, maybe look at uh, doing a little bit of credit uh, uh, fixes, a little mm-hmm. bit of suggestions on how to pop that score up to where um, it's going to help him be either in the conventional mark or a little bit better rate. Okay. okay. And so he would need to bump that up uh, yeah. by what? How much? 30? You know, 30 points, okay. 50 points in that range. Okay. He'll see a big difference. And I'll, I'll do the math to show him so that he knows that what's that's kind of the carrot. Like, right. see what you get. Okay, yeah. perfect. <laughs> All right. So we have one more person yeah. who has uh, asked to have the credit reviewed, and that is Amanda. Yes. And yes. Amanda is a physical therapist. And right. how much does she make? So Amanda um, has in here a salary of $105,000 a year. Okay. So, um, and, you know, uh, she's been doing it long enough that we, we're we going to take all of that income. I don't think there's any extras. Uh, oh, it looks like there is a little bit of extra overtime. She's been at this for quite a while. So I'm going to assume that that 10000 in overtime that she's getting is kind of an annual thing. Like pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to add that to the other income, and that gets me to $9,583 per month. Remember, folks, this is the gross income that I'm using. This isn't what's deposited. This is the gross income. So then I can use 45% of that gross income, and that gets me to $4,312 per month. Okay. So that amount of money is the amount of money that I can use towards her monthly debt, and the house payment, both. Okay. Okay. So is Amanda married and how does her credit score look? So Amanda is married and she's got a medium credit score. It's not far off what Larry was at, about 660 score. So again, that tells me like FHA, like I lean that way, but we'll price it conventional. We'll price the loan. Uh, the mortgage insurance is what's going to be hard at a 660 score on a conventional loan. A lot of people don't know that, but you can get a conventional loan. It's not that you can't get one. It's what's it going to cost you. Right. So the mortgage insurance is probably going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of about $300 a month for her. Just that portion of the payment. Oh, goodness. It gets high. That is pretty high. Yeah. But Shelly, I know we've talked about credit for, for years it doesn't take you very long to get somebody bumped up 20, 30 points right. a month, maybe two. Exactly. So, okay. so what are some of the things that she can do to increase her score? So she's almost maxed out on one of the credit cards here that I see on the credit report. And that just pulls the score down, folks, like you're making late payments. Okay. You're not. It's not showing it that way, but it's affecting your score as much as if you're making late payments. Okay. So if you constantly bump up against a limit... Please call the credit card and ask them to increase your limit. They mm-hmm. will gladly do so. They want you to charge more. Right. <laughs> I don't want you to charge more. I don't want you to use it. But if you have more room, it's going to benefit your score because now your utilization mm-hmm. of that card is lower. The percentage is lower. Okay. So that what you just told her is all on her own, but she's married. Mm-hmm. So she could easily have her husband um, go on that loan as well, and then that that would change everything. So if her husband's on the loan and he's got better credit than she does, we're still going to use her credit score to grade the file from. So it doesn't automatically help to add him. It right. doesn't automatically lift the file. But 
there might be a credit card that he has that she could be added to that has a big space. Like he okay. doesn't use it very often. Maybe it's just a travel card for them or whatever. And then that can add more items to be graded from. Right. She's got a good mix here, but it's the utilization that's pulling her score down. Now back to if we had, if, if for instance, we did have that, as you said, that travel card one they didn't use very often. How often do you need to use that card just a little bit to make sure that it doesn't, fall off or right. like is there a is there there's a, a general dormant, yeah, yeah, there's a okay. dormant stage you're absolutely right miss shannon and so you i always tell people well i have them myself i have credit cards myself and i as long as you use them at least once every three to six months okay all right that's the key and it doesn't matter how much mm-hmm. i buy a pack of gum okay that's it just use it a little just bit to keep it alive okay that's good to know mm-hmm. um so any other advice that you have for folks about credit, any kind of specials that you want to discuss? Oh, yes. Thank mm-hmm. you for reminding me, Mimi. Thank you. Yes. So, so I think, Amanda, I think we should talk. Give me a shout tomorrow and let's talk about, uh, maybe, uh, adding your, uh, husband on the loan or, um, uh, somebody else potentially on the loan and see how that might lift the file and see what we can get out of that. But I am, uh, running that special again, Mimi. Uh, mm-hmm. we ran it a few years ago, but it's, uh, basically a second look. So yes. I'm doing a second look. And if you just, you you don't have to utilize me. You just have to come in and I will look at your credit. I'll look at your income. We'll qualify you. We'll talk about the whole piece. And even if you don't use me, you're going to leave with a hundred dollar gift card. Okay. Well, that's hundred dollars an hour, man. That's good money. And if you haven't looked at it for a while or if somebody else told you no for a particular reason, you this is a great way you just to see, well, where do I stand now? Maybe that because time just flies. Maybe it was 2020 and you were sitting at home. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Folks, we want to remind you that if you are interested in knowing the value of your home, all you have to do is text the word CMA to 651-578-2218. We have two versions of that. We can do a quick over the net evaluation or we can do an in-person evaluation. Again, that's CMA at 651-578-2218. And that's CMN, that's a market analysis? A market analysis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's absolutely complimentary and it's available to anyone in the the area. If you're outside of our area and you're listening, we have folks that we can uh, refer you to uh, in any place in Minnesota, all over the country, and worldwide as well. Right. And so we also want to remind people you have a variety of resources. So whatever your situation may be, they can make sure that they can get a hold of you. If you're going through a divorce, if you're, you know, you even had a specific guy for all of our our younger millennials that are out there that might just be starting this journey. And so you've created a variety of different resources for people that they can just tap into. Absolutely. Anything that's on your mind about real estate or mortgage, you can reach out to us. If we don't know the answer, we can get it for you. Uh, You can text or call the number 651-578-2218 or you can uh, email Mimi at mnredhotrealestate.com or you can come through my talk right here and use our keyword red hot and we can get messages answered uh, all the time. And we just like to remind people there's never like too early of an opportunity for them to start the conversation with you, right? You'll just go, this is a great place for you to begin when you don't know what the questions are yet. You can help guide them through that process. Absolutely. There's no stupid question and we appreciate all of our listeners so thank you so much for tuning in yes and again again you can get this episode and previous episodes by going to our website mytalk1071.com keyword red hot